This podcast is a Bendy Geddig Media production. Hello, I'm Michael Sheen, and you are listening to a Touchline Rant podcast. Hello. Can I help? You have reached listener feedback. <laughs> Episode two hundred and one of Attach Line Ramp Podcast. I'm <laughs> my name is Luke. It is a new year. Um it is a new month as we record this. It's the same old shit from Attach Line Rant. Um this week I'm joined by my tag team partner, Mr. Mitchell Lewis Gad. Say hello. Hello, boom. Welcome, everyone. I am very excited to say I'm also joined Hi. by my fellow, there he is already, <laughs> throwing his weight around, the other uh, original OG of a Touchline Run podcast, uh, Mr. Alex Skinner. Hi. There you go. <laughs> Time in. Let's go on and with it. Let's get into it. In. Let's get into it. Let's get stuck right in. Oh, it's like that uncle you only see at a funeral, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Just goes in a ruckus. Lots to do, lots on the agenda, lots of research gone into this. Let's go on. We are very He's prepared. Been prepping all day long. There is something that closed yesterday, and that is the transfer window. It's now February. Um, so we thought we'd start and have a look at some of the deals that went through. And yeah, just see what we think of them. Who did well, who did shit, all the usual. Mm-hmm. Stuff. So just for the rest of this podcast, there's a yellow banner every time we say anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. In your mind's eye. Yeah. Um, right. Where do you, where should we start? Where should we start? Should we start with, do you want to start United? Do you want to start Arsenal? Or do you want to start with a really obscure one, which I completely missed on the day? What did you miss? Todd Cantwell going on loan to Bournemouth. <laughs> lots of people went to Bournemouth as well, by the way. Yeah, lots of people. Mr. Moore, you know, oh. it's Kiefer, he's gone. But that the Cantwell one just completely passed me by, so I was a bit like, huh. Okay. Any reason why he went? When I read, uh, he got kicked out of the Norwich City Word or WhatsApp uh, community. Mm. <laughs> uh, didn't pay his subs. It's free. And, yeah, so... He had no choice. He couldn't live without it. Bournemouth apparently have got a really good one going. Yeah, yeah they've they've got it. They did pretty well. There are lots of lots of ins, lots of ins for old Parker there. Yeah, yeah. Cantwell seemed to fall out a lot. And he fell out of favour. Yeah, very he was darling very for a while, wasn't he? And then he's, he's sort of uh, he was sort one of, of went... those players who was perpetually going to Spurs. You know the sort. Like, yeah, they're just. They just these players that just appear to be always going to Spurs. Like Adama Traore was one until Barca got him this window. I see the Spurs are West Brom, I'd say. There is every oh, so many players going to West Brom. Um, you get those one players that are always linked with one club, and you think it will never happen. But yeah, everyone seems to be linked with them at one time or another. He's um, an Arsenal fan as well, Campbell. Is he? Yeah, he is. Facts. Big facts. Nothing. Facts. Oh. Big facts. Um, Newcastle. Yeah. Uh, did Newcastle do well out of this window? 
<laughs> or not? I don't, I don't really know. They, they signed, they're not very glamorous signings, but they're like, the more I thought about it, so if you think back to Wood, right, the more I thought of uh, old Chrissy Wood, the more it kind of seemed like quite a shrewd signing because it's not, not only good for, not only has he, he scored like 10 plus goals in the Premier League for like the last, whatever, half a dozen seasons or whatever his stat was, and then he's, but they're also taking a, a key player away from one of their relegation rivals. And then you look at the other ones like Matt Target. He's, I mean, he's not like the most glamorous of signings, but he's reasonably solid, isn't he? Which is an upgrade on what they've got. Dan Byrne again, probably the mm. same, exactly the same category. He's had a great, as Matt had a great season. He's had a great season. Good season. Byrne. Good play. Good play. Solid. Again, probably. Yeah, probably an upgrade on what they've got, to be honest. And he's a Newcastle I boy, think, so it's quite I would a say nice that's signing. The, I would say that's the most marginal signing when it comes to upgrade. <laughs> yeah. I would just caveat it with that. Like, yeah, I do agree that it's probably an upgrade, but it's the one that you scrunch your face up the most at, where you sort of like that, you know. Oh, I guess. It's I guess one of those, it's isn't upgrade. it? Yeah. In a supply and demand market at this point, under so much pressure... They got utility players in that can do a job to save them from relegation. I think they're going to be like useful. I think they're industrious signings. Yeah. To the, and let's not forget one. I think one of the best transfer swapsies uh, of this is is uh, is Burnley ditching uh, Chrissy Wood for twenty five and then picking up uh, uh, Veg. Yeah, uh, which is if you haven't seen it, can we put a link in bio to the the signing video? <laughs> It's phenomenal. <laughs> I think that's a truck. What for half the price you get a better player and, and a more and a more again that Burnley industrious player. I think it's a hell of a signing considering what you what you gained. You've just made double your money and you've got a better player. Why not? I just what about, it is what about true from a Leon Bruno, Bruno. Yeah. forty mil Bruno. Yeah. We don't he talk looks about Bruno. Um, we have. I I do think he's a good. I think he's a good signing. I think he's arguably the best signing out of all of them. What um, Bruno? Yeah, yeah, probably. He's a good. He's a good player for him to have. Um, I think if he's in the mold of the Sam Maximam style signings, whereas the Chris Wood is the Joe Linton style signing <laughs> for me, he is an upgrade, and he low and he knocks Burnley down a peg or two. It's great, but as Skinner just said. Burnley have actually come out of this probably looking the best. If he can settle their new signing, if he can settle, they've upgraded. They knew they've allowed Newcastle to upgrade by weakening them, but then upgraded easily, which means how shit with Newcastle. Do you know what I mean? It's like Newcastle could have saved all this money and gone after him themselves. Um, no one's mentioned Trippier. Is yeah. Trippier a good signing? Look, it's, th- there's, they're all players which are a temporary fix to keep, keep them up. And Trippier, like obviously, it was it was it was relatively cheap, right? But not on wages. You went for the money, surely. But there's nothing wrong with that. Hey, why not? All these other signings seem just like to fill spaces where they need players, and in a, in a very tempestuous little window. It's a small window. I can't even see it. It's January. No. It's a tiny little window. You've got to squint like hell to see it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Okay then. So. One transfer that I did want to talk about. So we uh, this this box this Newcastle talk in then give it a grade. Newcastle's window, give it a you're marking it. What do you give it? 
I'll judge him at the end of the season. <laughs> That's unreal. I'll give him um, a C plus. It yeah, I think look if it works, if it works, it works, and like they're they're trying to rescue the rest of the season. So if that's all the players that, that were available and they get up there, then so be it. If it works and the right chemistry is there, and it functions, yeah, maybe then then I would say I'd say I'd I'd be I'd probably be up there with you, Mitch. C plus. Were we marking it on a grading thing, or was out of hundred? Did you specify what? No, we're grade grading. So I would say. I was thinking about a C, a C plus, maybe just a C. Yeah, it's too. It's, okay. it's not a B. It's not a B minus. No yeah. way, no yeah. way. Anyone who says a B minus, they're still a, very new cast of signings, aren't they? And I don't know whether to be more impressed or less impressed the fact that they genuinely still Mitch, managed to do more Newcastle signings. You Will and I upgraded Newcastle better than Newcastle upgraded them. In episode 198, when we made our prediction, we said this is who Newcastle should sign. <laughs> yeah, we upgraded them the way money, better. They got a lot the money. of those players did make moves actually in this window, that's, or at that's, least were That's what I was going to say. Like they've got, they've got them. If they've got the money, then clearly some of the players were available. Like, if you look at like a Van der Beek, who's gone to Everton, then surely why weren't Newcastle looking at a player like that? And yeah. obviously, and obviously they were available. Um, and Newcastle have clearly got the money now, so that's why I think they've done all right and they've taken some players with proven proven are doing okay in the Premier League, most of them, but they they're not spectacular and it's quite funny. They they still feel very Newcastle signings, don't they? Yeah. Um. You mentioned another club that I wanted to talk about. There. Everton. Everton. Donny Van der Beek, Deli Alley. Are they good signings? You missed out Anwar Al Ghazi. I did. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, good player if you can get him to function. How many? What's he going to play? Like we're not talking games here. Surely he's going to be. How many minutes is he getting? <clears throat> really, he's not going to get that much game time. But yeah, the two. But I think Deli Ali is actually a really decent signing. I am. I think it's. I think it's good for the player. I think he's so high risk. I think there's only a handful of teams that could actually take a chance on him. And let's not forget, Spurs were trying to get him the hell out of there as soon as possible, and he wouldn't budge. Try and move him. He couldn't. Couldn't move him. Couldn't budge him. <laughs> couldn't move him. It's good to move him. Couldn't yeah. do it. There must be something like every single manager you get in Spurs, right? You've got a fresh, a fresh chance, right? There's got to be something more. More to the gameplay, as we saw in when Mourinho was on a, on the documentary. If yeah. that didn't G him up, and if Conte can't motivate him, he needs a pep talk. You need a pep talk. Is what he needs. He but um, it's not happening. And so now you've got someone who's prepared to throw money at you. Get ah ah and Everton. I'm like, ah, throw some throw some. <laughs> I money. think look, I think Everton for some Deli Ali. He's what he's only twenty five. Like he just feels a lot older. He's got a lot of talent. It's just about whether or not you can get that out of him. He thrived he... under Pep. Uh, yeah. You've got Pep in my head now. Potch. <laughs> Potch. <laughs> but I think... I think I think Glass Lampard might... about 10 mil for him. Like, the the fee that they actually pay it for it is nothing. Yeah. I, I reckon Lampard could, could probably do a decent job of, of getting him back to his old form, you know. I, I don't think it's a bad manager for him to be playing under. It's a fresh, you know, it's a, 
manager who's going to be, you know, you know, full of all that early optimism, you know, coming into a new club. He's got a, you know, a player as a fresh start. And fresh start. I think, like you said, it's probably a good move for all, all involved. Well, for the player and Tottenham, it is. It depends how Everton's investment works out. But I reckon it's a good opportunity because they potentially say got a player 25 who could, if he finds his returns to his old form, still have a good number of years um, at his best ahead of him if he gets back to there. And Lamp- yeah. Lampard, obviously, a mid- he's he was a midfielder himself who, who broke into the box. And if he can get Ali doing that sort of thing, arriving at the right time as a bit of a... Because there was a time he was he was quite a good sort of... Good, good talisman for Tottenham in terms of goals and assists he as well. Brilliant he kind of dropped it. off. He was so Lampard, really good. Lampard's not a bad manager for him to be be playing playing under. You know, who can who can obviously might, talk from experience. So the the only thing that I would say is with with Deli Ali is that is he actually? It, we'll find out. We'll find very much like with same with Newcastle signings. We'll find out now. Like you say, he's definitely got the best deal for him. I think he's got it's the career graveyard. It's the career. Look at all this, all this hype that you, you're throwing, all this positivity. It's a, it's a career graveyard. He's gonna. It will be it. You go there. You, you move in. You're going out to pasture. That's it. That's it. Just, just chill out. Don't have to really prove anything. Just mull about a bit. Whatever. What are you gonna do? Look, look, look at the world. Look, look at, look, look, look at other players. Why, 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 why would you go to to Everton? What motivation? I think at twenty-five, they're out. I think he's only he's young. It's a bit. It is a, a big club. Everton are a huge club. Do you and... think he's been brought in to to fill a Gilfie-shaped hole? Yeah, I think he has in a way. I think he can definitely play that role. I also think it means that the a lot of the impact um, is taken off Dominic Calvert-Lewin. It's another player to play through. They've only got Calvin Lewin, really, who's good. Like Richarlison, isn't going to be hanging around for much longer, you'd imagine. Yeah, he'll be off when he. And, you I know, think. so, and he's he's not necessarily starting every game. And when he does, he's a great player, but he's not setting the world alight. Obviously, they're missing Gilfie. And, you know, these are the creative players in there. How much did Dele Alli go for? Was that a full transfer? Yeah, 10 million. 10. 10 million up 10 front. Million. Up front. 10, it's 10 million up front. And then if he, I believe, and then if he plays a certain amount of games, there's another like five and there's loads of clauses in it. So it could be what? Up to 40 it, million. I heard it could rise to, four, rise to something like 40 million. But well, what's that if he wins the Ballon d'Or? I, I, I read it as 10 million up front rising to yeah. 30. Uh, okay, hang on. The first ten million of his transfer fee will be payable after twenty appearances. So they're paying nothing for him now. He they're paying pay... nothing for him at the moment, but it could rise to forty million. I think, and some of those clauses will be depending on getting in the Champions League, and depend, you know. Yeah. So you, be, so you yeah. both think that Deli Ali's got the fire in his belly to actually go for it and put more effort in. I don't know. I don't no, think, but he's, I think got he's got the, got the talent too. He could yeah. I'm not how much I'm not, he wants it. I'm not doubting his talent because he's a very talented player. I don't know about his commitment, time will tell. But his talent is undeniable. He was superb. I feel like we spent time. a lot of time on this Delhi Ali transfer. It's an important yeah we have to be fair, but Donny van der Beek. Gone. 
also, I mean, that's another one. Another one with a, a no-brainer. Need a fresh start, isn't he? It's, yeah, it's a no-brainer. United, he will get more games at Everton than he did at United. Do you think it's an attitude thing with him? No, I think it's a league thing with him. I think he's just going to need a little bit more time and and patience. He's a great player. He's an absolutely great player. Um, I think he'll do well, and it's alone as well. So that the, yeah, it, it's not a bad. It's not like. It's not a massive risk there for Everton either, to be honest, is there? You know, no, it's it's alone there, and it allows United to have him get used to the league whilst playing more regular first team football. It'll, and then if it if it works out well, he'll come back to the club, and he's got a he might have a role there still. Do you think it's the end of Martial? Um, again, I think that's attitude of the player. He was. I mean, I don't think he was good enough, really, in the end. Just all round. He wasn't another one. He's not a bad player at all. His talent is definitely there. I just think everything considered, he just became not worth it anymore. We're going to... And also, it's a calculated risk, really, by United. Because if he goes to Sevilla, there's there's no agreement buyout clause in this. If they want him, they'll have to come in for him. So if he does well at Sevilla, his value will go up. Other clubs will want him other than Sevilla. And if he does shit, then we're stuck with him. <laughs> it's a big, it's a risk. It almost feels like it's less of a risk for United to have kept him and played him and put him in the yeah. shop window. Do you know what I mean? Because if he doesn't do anything at Sevilla, suddenly this is a player that has an attitude problem at United to the point where he was he requested to not be included in the match day squad for one game, and he's gone to Sevilla on loan. If he doesn't fire, who's buying him? Like he needs to start firing. Okay, so Everton's transfers. What grade are we giving him? I think a B minus. Yeah, it's a, I'm, I think it's that's a, not a bad it's a, shout. It's a, it's a D plus for me. Just throw money. I can't wait till Deli Ali gets D. ten goals in the second <laughs> half of the season. Let's do yeah, it. Okay. B minus. I think B minus. Man United. I mean, what have they done? What have they just done? Stop. They've just got rid of players. I suppose to be fair, the players we got rid of, Martial, it could go to shit if he's crap at Sevilla, but it could go well and the price goes up. Van der Beek needed first team football. That's fine. That's about it, really. I'd, I'd like speculation. to see. We're not going. We were never going to sign anyone. We don't sign players in January, really. The last time we did was Bruno Fernandez, which was glorious as it turns out. All right, I'm going to yeah. pop you like a little Google Maps man to Aston Villa now. Chambers, mm. Digby, yes. Coutinho. Yes, yes, and yes. Looking yes. right. Looking good. Oh, yeah. I love that signing, to be honest, because I think I was li- looking... It's basically his... I was listening to... Um, we'll talk about some of his, his sort of form since he left Liverpool and how it didn't work out at Barca and he had sort of glimpses of Bayern and kind of went back again, didn't really work out at Barca. But he, he was... A lot of his kind of... The, the the signs were there that he hadn't, he hadn't dropped off as a player. It was kind of like a a confidence thing really with him. Mm. And I think if he goes there, and again, I was talking like with Lampard and Ali, you know, you've got Gerard there. 
who, you know, Liverpool legend. He knows what Coutinho did at Liverpool. You know, a goal scoring midfielder, you know, Coutinho attacking attacking player and, and, and the, of the Gerard kind of wonder goal type as well. I just think he it's a good fit for him. I think Gerard's a good fit as a manager for him. And I think he'll mm. put his arm around him, give him the confidence he needs. And I think obviously the early signs with that first cameo were great, but I just think it's an awesome signing. And I just think it just shows that Villa are sort of fishing in a pool of slightly higher quality players than they were before. They're looking to upgrade in, in each position. And I just think that the signings they've made to me are just, you know, backing Gerard. They're exciting for the club. I think they give them things they don't have at the moment, you know, like Dinia, again, target, a solid player, as I said, when he went to Newcastle. But although I really don't think Dinia is a great defender, Gerard, we know from his time at Rangers, loves the attacking fullback. So now he's got Cash on the one side and he's got Dinia on the other. You know, he doesn't really care if Dinia is a very average defender. If he can give him what he wants attacking wise, that's probably the modern fullback, isn't it? Then you've got Coutinho. He wants those players that can score from, from midfield or those attacking areas behind the strikers. Mm. I think that the signings, yeah, I think Coutinho is a great signing. I think it's good good times for Villa, to be honest. I think they're fantastic three signings there. But also, I'm not he's had, about he's had the Chambers massive, one. He's had a massive clear out as well, if mm. you see. Like he's got a whole list of, of, of these players who have just either been borderline or not the right attitude or whatever. Just boom, you're out on loan. There you go. Not boom. needed. Boom, get gone. Matt, Matt Target, get out. Get out boom. of here. I don't want you. Keenan Davis, go to Forest. I don't care. <laughs> El Ghazi, see you later. <laughs> Are we making sure this about... a, a B plus? Um... Well, like you said, the Chambers one's a bit weird. That's the only one I'm like, hang on a second. Is this the same club? That was a bit odd. The, the, I, was... I would be the first person to say that Aston Villa need a new centre-back because I don't rate Tyrone Mings at all. Um, Controversial. I don't think Chambers what do you mean is... at all. I don't think he's. You have to rate him a little bit. No, I think he's. I think he's a calamity. If he was a, is, is that so that you wouldn't even give him an F? You give him like a U would be like if he was an exam. Yeah, he he literally would harsh. get a better mark if he didn't turn up. I think That's Chambers, harsh. Chambers will help his game because at the moment, I think maybe Mings was maybe a bit on his own. I think they're all very, I just think they've basically got a load of average centre backs. Brentford. Yeah. Big Brentford news. Shazam. <laughs> Good news. We didn't there. rate Villa. What do we say? Oh, Villa. Villa. I'm, I'm going to rate Villa. B. Uh, yeah, I'm going to rate him a B too. B. It's, de- it's definitely the best of the bunch so far. Ooh, I'll go for, I think I'll go for B as well because I. Purely because been an Chambers, Chambers an one is a bit weird, and I again I think Dean is a great going forward, but he's a, he's a shit defender to be honest, and I will I'll die on that hill. But anyway, yeah, B, yeah, B. Go on, what do you say, Brentford? Yeah, yeah, is Brentford. good news corner as well, Luke. Is I'm not stepping. I didn't mention any any. Look, I'm not. It's one. With it's Brentford is, is the first stop off on the good news corner world tour. Uh tonight go on they brought, in, they brought in Lossell because they need Lossell because I rate Lossell as, as a keeper uh, and because uh, Ray was injured who was their beacon of hope at the back they needed some some stability there so I think they made two two good sign-ins 
one, it was necessary, it was needed, and two was Christian Bloody Eriksson. There it is. Good news corner has arrived. Christian Eriksson. Christian Eriksson is a great signing because everyone wants to see Christian Eriksson back playing football. And if he's in the Premier League, imagine if he comes back. It's already a good story, just him almost dying on a football field and he's now playing again professionally. And imagine if he keeps Brentford up. I know, man. Like he would be, he'd be a hero. He would be the same as like Mascherano and Tevez to those West Ham fans. It's just this time it won't be illegal. He's going to get rapturous applause from every everyone wherever he goes. Everyone, it doesn't matter everyone. where he goes. He, everyone oh, is just sure. There you go. Well done. Yeah, it's great to have him back, isn't it? Hey, he's also only five point five million FPL. Yeah, just decent. To get an FPL. If we're talking FPL, yeah, five point five million. Only five point five. Bruno yeah, for it. Newcastle, only five. That's a decent right. one. Telling you. Yeah. I think um, the, um, the Ericsson one has got all the headlines, but like you said, Skinner, the Lossel signing is exactly what they need because I think that when they lost Rea, it was, um, that was a big blow for him, I think, because he was a big part of the, that sort of, you know, that I guess he kind of, it seemed like he had that that energy about him and he was, he was in the communication with the back line. They seemed pretty... He was like a bit, I think he seemed like a a, a, a key player, not just a player wise, but like character wise as well. And I think when he Huge. went down into that was a big blow for him, wasn't it? Lossell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, he's an experienced player. Yeah, okay, best best signings then. Would you say Luis Diaz from Porto for Liverpool? Would you say that? Would you? Um, Would yeah. you? No. I, the best signing for me for the window is someone who can't actually play in the league until next season, but it's Alvarez. Julian. Man City signing Alvarez from River Plate. For under 15 for million. 17 million is a great signing. Like he is, mm. he's, he's potentially ge- like a once in a generation style player. He's brilliant. He's very much of a Haaland, but he could just come but in. He's still and got room to grow and he hasn't yeah, proven that's, himself, that's whereas Luis Diaz, Luis Diaz, yeah, I get that, but I don't think he's a better deal than Luis Diaz right now, for right now. I, 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 well, I just, will he get in the Liverpool side? He's not built for that. He's built to ingratiate himself in the squad and if, say, hmm. a Mane or a Salah or like Firmino, Firmino, Yota, is to cover all bases along that that but that frontier. Would he get in that side if he, every single Liverpool player is is fit? But would you he listen? get in that side? Did you listen to me then? Would he get in that side? What did I just say? But would he? Yeah, I know. He what did I just say? Keep Shakiri. <laughs> so you're saying Diaz is just the same as Shakiri, a squad player. If no. he's a good signing, you, he you should did. surely come Mitch, into the side. Mitch, Mitch, tell him what I just said. I think he said he was going to ingratiate into the team or something in the squad, I think. Yeah. If a so man gets Shaqiri back then. If down. you want a squad player, there you go. a squad player. Yeah. Mitch listened. <laughs> but if he's a squad player, fine. But he's, he's definitely, there's other players we've mentioned who are first team. The be- who are better first team players for the clubs they've gone to than he will be at Liverpool. Because he's not going to take Manny or Salah, Salah out of that starting eleven. Luke, I got a question. Question to you, Luke. Yeah. How have Barcelona got funds to lash out five, 55.2 million on Ferran Torres? How have yeah. they got the money to do these things when they're basically... Uh, How have they got the money to pay Aubameyang's wages? They haven't got two shillings to rub together. <coughs> this is Or two they, euros. 
they still haven't been able to, uh, as far as I'm aware, up to now, they haven't been able to actually register either of them. So what's going on? How is that legal? Um, they've yeah. had to take, so they've had to take a loan out, um, an emergency loan, I believe. So they're paying off the loan. They're still in debt. I literally don't know how they can how how they it's, can it's register. It's like they've taken out a new credit card, but in like their sister's name or something. You well, know, to register Ferran yeah. Torres, I believe it was Gerard Piquet who had to take a pay cut. Really, I believe that's it. So to, for him to be registered and on the bill and on the script, they had to have yeah Gerard Piquet take a huge pay cut. Would you want to risk risk pissing off Piquet for Torres? I wouldn't. This is a club. That I mean, yeah, no, he's not. I, I think they, they dangled a carrot in front of PK, though. It's just like, if you do this, maybe you'll have a job after your playing career. Wink, wink, nudge. I reckon <laughs> the thing is with PK is he's got so much money, it will be seen as another. He's already a Catalan hero. Like, he will, it's just another way of him becoming, you know, sort of embodying Barcelona. He's like the new, he's taken over from Pujol. So I think he yeah. would have actually been quite keen because I think it's good PR for I him. Think he'll, I think it'll work for Barcelona whenever, wherever. Yeah. I think it, <laughs> but it's, 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 it's a difficult one to sort of pin to because, I mean, how much we... Bamiyang was on, what, like 350 grand a week? At least. <sighs> At 31 not, years old change. as well. It's not pocket change, that. Do you know what I mean? It's it's a lot of money that they gave him at such an advanced age as a they player. Really, looking at that deal, it seems like it was a it, it was good for what Arsenal did to get him off the books to probably save them probably massively what, five five million just to in wages alone. In, in wages, it's it's, it's fifteen million they've saved in wages. Fifteen. Oof. Yeah. It was, he had to go, and he is, you're, you're an Arsenal fan, Skinner. Would you reckon you're not too disappointed he's gone? Look, no one's talking about the respect in the time that he was at Arsenal and what he produced for Arsenal in those in those phenomenal at the highest at the highest level. So first and foremost, there's no respect given to the time that he had. It's unfortunate, and it seems to be a a trend of Arsenal players to leave under this cloud clouded shadow of doom. So I hate I hate it when they don't leave in the right correct format. So that's the one thing. Two things. Look, if it's time to leave, time to leave. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes. We don't know if, like, what what he's done to annoy Mikel Arteta, or or either way, or if he's just late for training, doesn't give a damn. But there, there is an expectancy. I think it's because he's a bit narky. Because there's expectancy it comes. Did you see the tattoo picture? No. Apparently, flew. He broke COVID rules and flew to another country to get tattooed, and then put it up on his Instagram. Apparently that was the disciplinary. He flew somewhere, and yeah, bro, and um, maybe the COVID rules is being oh, but he he definitely he flew to another country and got tattooed or something where he shouldn't have been. I'm sure it was something COVID related, but that's apparently the disciplinary that happened. Mm. Why but did no, Benteke go to Spurs? It's Why? weird, isn't it? It's Why? a weird one. What's that? Because he he's at, they actually bought him. one like some weird weird ass loan. They bought him. Spurs have had a weird window all round. It is weird. I don't know why. I it's don't, a weird well, club. I weird. know why he would go there because I, I believe 
Conte may have still been Juve manager when they started scouting him because Allegri signed him, I believe. But I think yeah. Conte was the one who initially... So, so he's probably been the player that he's very familiar with. And they definitely needed a centre midfielder. So maybe he just went... And it was available because Juve were open to do the deal. Maybe it's just one of those that just worked out for everyone and they went, eh. i got to say, I, I still love how Juve do business. I think they're one of the best in the business to do this. It's unfortunate what happened with Rambo, right? Because I loved seeing him there and I really hope that he'd absolutely produce and would be an integral part of that, that <laughs> squad. But they shifted him on. They got the wage bill down. They sold Benteke. They've done numerous other deals. And they're so good with getting transfers. And uh, Vahalovic, they got, they, they, they got him. Like, easy. Well, you want a striker? There you go. Have some of that. They're, yeah, I mean, they're, they're this, one of the is best. Why, this is what because because obviously Vahovic has come in and they've they've raised the the wage bill, they've then made these deals to accommodate that. Yeah, they're they're great. He's a great businessman. He is, you know. The only thing he's got wrong is the European Super League, <laughs> you know. But he's a, he's a great businessman. Aside from his that ridiculous. Thing. But again, from a business standpoint, was he ridiculous with the European Super League or was he actually just proven again how good of a businessman he was? Because he'd have, they'd have coined it in if they'd been allowed to get away with it. Wow. The Juve are brilliant. Juve yeah. are great at what they do. They just, they've been amazing. Over the years, they've always done business. The only one which actually stands out as bad business decision from them was Ronaldo because Ronaldo buckled them, having to accommodate his wages buckled them and they had to make massive sacrifices until high, he left it's high risk high reward that though you've got one chance of, of Ronaldo oh, playing if he'd you. come in and won him the Champions League no we're not talking about the damage that his wages did to the club because they won the Champions League so they, they that's the I was going to say let's not work. shit on what, what Ronaldo did, did at Juve because he was still an integral part he was amazing he just didn't phenomenal. work out for them for the money they paid for him it wasn't worth it that's the only one that stands out. Apart from that, Juve are ridiculously good. Yeah. Nothing to add. Nothing to Nothing. add here. Nothing to it. Tottenham, weirdest, weirdest team in the transfer window. Weirdest. Yeah. And Domble. You raved about Domble, Luke. You raved. You ran. I still would. He's still brilliant. You raved. Even if he, if he can't be bothered to run, don't yeah. worry about that. Don't he's, need it. Don't need legs. Don't need to put, run. Putting Domble in a team with Paul Pogba. And it will be the laziest midfield you've ever seen, but it will be beautiful to watch. Just get Kante running, running between them. Kante will pick his. Well, yeah, he may need to come off the the field a couple of inches shorter because of all the work he'd have to do. But it would work because Ndombele is a great player. He hasn't worked at Spurs. It could work now. He's going back to France. He's a great. He's a good player. It's interesting as well to see all these players that have moved with the World Cup on the horizon. That's the thing, you know, so the Ramsey deal, me, as you know, as you've already mentioned, we've already said, you know, it's a deal that I've never wanted to see happen. I don't want to see Aaron Ramsey playing for Rangers. I don't want to see him playing for Burnley. But, I don't want to see him playing for... No, Leicester but with team. the World Cup coming up, he knows he'll play week in, week out for Rangers. Yeah, that's the thing. It might he'll not get, be a bad... He'll get his fitness back. He will play week in, week out. If it goes well, he could become a hero in Glasgow, one half of Glasgow, 
because they're that sort of club. So it could really work out for him. And he gets his fitness ready for the World Cup, should Wales get there. It's the same. There's a lot, you know, same Van der Beek. He needs to get minutes in if he's going to play for the Netherlands and have a chance to. Deli Alley, Jesse Lingard's the one who misses out the most on this. <laughs> you know? Oh, I don't know what he's hanging on for, Lingard. He seems to be, every time he's about to leave Man United, it seems like he's... Um, uh, well, the rumour on... execution. Come the on, Luke. Sources say. Samatha's way on the old Twitterverse, that social media network thing, is that Lingard was given... Ranić said that he could leave. Ranić authorised the set and the board said no. Tell me I why. ain't saying no for yeah, tell me. <laughs> That's what I've heard. They've said no. I know, yeah, because they just basically just dug their heels in a little bit. <laughs> oh, dear. That's tickled me. That's a new segment, that is, isn't it? Tell me why. <laughs> tell there you me go, why. Done. There we are. Write that down. Right. Talking about Dan. Any more for any more, gentlemen? Wolves. Wolves have wolves got wolves. any depth at all? The last no. thing with Traore leaving, he's not coming back, is he? He's gone. They got Wang permanently, haven't they? They have. He's yeah. in, injured Wang them. No, they've got no depth at all. They're, they're, they kept they Neves, though, didn't they? Right they did. They, kept, they, said, the they, away. Needed, they need to add at least a few more players. Like Aaron Ramsey should have been added. Aaron Ramsey to Wolves would have been a good sign in. Um, Definitely. Uh, Divock as Jordan Lloyd of this parish mentioned to us. Makes sense. Would make sense. Text message. These things all needed. They, they should, there's a few signings that could have very much like Newcastle to sort of bookend this podcast. Very much like Newcastle, they've signed a few players who Bruno are. Jordan from uh, left from Wolves. He's gone to Grasshoppers. Everyone's gone. Yeah. They've another got exit. no one left. Yeah. They've got no one left, yeah. Mitch. There's no one. There's Jose Sarr going and Connor Cody going, where the fuck is everyone? And Cody convinced that he can win the game on his own. That's what that's the Wolves team. <laughs> there we are. Have some of that, Wolves fans. They are, they still that's how we think. Yeah. They've they just need some they strengthening. A couple of injuries, they're going to be proper screwed. They'll get right. there. They've done fantastically well. Um, apart from that, yeah, there's no need to rate any of the other teams because we've just had a whip. Nah, we've we've rated the best go. ones. Any yeah, other we've rated the key ones. ones. We've rated the key ones. Any Before we ones? finish up, though, can we just say one of our friends of the <gasps> podcast is back in football management? Yeah. Good, good news, news corner. corner. I think there's a corner somewhere. Roy good news. Good news I, corner. I just remembered another transfer as well before we wrap that I wanted to talk about and check in the good news corner. Roy, Roy being back in the league is beautiful. Like, it's just something very wholesome about, about him. Um, another one, a signing, is uh, Dundee United signing Kevin McDonald um, less than a year after his kidney transplant. Former Sunderland man. Well, that's like, field one. I thought you were going to just say Christian Eriksen. No, Christian Eriksen and Kevin McDonald, because in less than a year, that man had a new kidney fitted and he's now back playing. That's brilliant. That is good news. That you is know? good news. Anything else in the good news that. corner? Do you want to throw Lampard in there just because he got a job? He's not going that. in. <laughs> well done on Something's your new job. Never change. Frank. New year, new month. Franklin. 
new podcast. Is same full name? Lampard attitude from is Luke. Is his full name Franklin? Probably. He's a dick. Can't stand him. Let's check. All right. Frank, yeah, it's just Frank. But surely that stands for Franklin, right? No, it's just Frank. No, I don't know. Anyway, we'll end on that. <laughs> just Frank. <laughs> Hi, this is the Blender Coach, and you're listening to a Touchline Rants latest podcast, Back of the Net.